Welcome to the Average Joe Theology Show. This show is 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 devoted to um, no average video. guys that don't really know anything about anything. <laughs> we just pretend talking about biblical topics and a Christian worldview. So um, this is our episode on this is our series on Genesis. We're conti- continuing it. We're we haven't back. come out with an episode in like a month and a half, yeah. but we're still going to call it continuing it. Like we have a video. You're That's acting weird. It's the middle of the night. I'm tired, bro. Yeah, I was well, at his house last night until like 12:30, and then I got up this morning at 5:30 to go to work. Thanks, boys. So I left early. I'm exhausted. <laughs> you were the one. Early. You I were did. the one that's like, boys, I gotta get out of here. I got, <laughs> I got stuff I gotta do. Okay, okay, had, we'll see you, Chase. I'd had three hours of sleep. I okay, was like well, out. I that's was where so I'm tired. at right now. I had four hours, so so oh, like so here we are. So we find <laughs> we find ourselves in Genesis. Twelve, the last thing we talked about, um, which actually is still not up yet at this current moment, <laughs> is the Tower of Babel. But that won't matter to you all because you will you'll have already. No, they've been wanting a new episode. The Tower waiting. of Babel. <laughs> the last thing we talked about was the Tower of Babel. God confused Babel. everybody's languages and spread them across the earth. And yeah. then we read about the descendants all the way up to Abraham. Not Abraham. Abraham. Actually, Abram is Abram. Really, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. So he he ain't been upgraded yet with his H, um, <laughs> and his extra A. Double A. Yeah. So he's just the Abram. He's just the Abram. Um, so that's where we're at Sad today. We find ourselves in Genesis twelve. So just as normal, we're going to give you guys a few minutes to read the passage Genesis Genesis read it. twelve and thirteen, and then we'll be back in like a couple seconds. Okay, we're back. Oh, that's that so good, wasn't it? So good. Did you pray before? Did you listen to the last Did you, episode? If you listened to the last one, you should have used our tips, and that you would have gotten so much more out of Genesis 12. <laughs> no, for real though. Okay, I hope you read it. Um, so now we're at Ab- Abram and, and God's call of him. So um, we read first off that the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Wow. Boom. So That's a big promise. There big is deal. a big promise, um, and really I think there is everything that rides on Abram and his character in everything. Not rides on him, but like the reason he's important, and we're reading about him as a patriarch, right. is that... Through Abram, all the, the families of the earth will be blessed. This is and, how God is going to use Abram. Because this is a promise that the coming Messiah of Christ will come out of Abram. Right. Uh, out of Abram's descendants. Um, and <coughs> because we see that same promise made to Abraham and then to Isaac and then to Jacob and then to the, to the rest of his descendants until to David until mm-hmm. Jesus comes. Right. The whole uh, lineage. That, but that's what that means. And that also means that there's going to be obviously a big... A big um, nation of descendants that come out of a- Abraham, and we do see that in Israel. But like, really, we're we're looking at Christ here in this promise. Mm-hmm. You got something, Chase? Yeah, and I mean, even it's referred to in Galatians three eight as well. Um, whenever Paul writes, um, 
it's later referred to. Paul says, Know then that it is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham in the scriptures, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preach the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, In all, in you shall all the nations be blessed. So that's in Galatians 3 8. Yep. Talking about that, but yeah. later being referenced to whenever the Gentiles or, you know, would be able to receive mm-hmm. salvation. Yep. So then we see Abram do what? God calls him, tells him what to do, and what does he do? He, he obeys. <laughs> yep. He obeys. Right? So just the same. Um, nowadays, Go obviously, God calls us to himself, tells us what to do throughout his word, through the gospel. And and if it be God's will that he that He has opened our eyes and changed our hearts, then we will obey, right? We see Abram do that here. God calls him. God gives him a command, and Abram obeys. He packs up everything with his wife, Sarai, and um, and his his nephew, Lot, and all their family and everything, and they pack them and they leave. So they just they they leave where they're at with all their possessions. They start moving. Um, I, yeah. I thought this was interesting that Abram gets to the land of Canaan, where the Canaanites are, mm-hmm. and then God kind of stops his little journey and tells him, the Lord appears to him and says, to your offspring I will give this land. Yep. You know, the land of Canaan. That was another promise yeah. um, to Abram, and, and we see that come to fruition through during the time of Joshua, mm-hmm. and then during the time of David and, and the um, kings, the, the monarchy, and then that's kind of split and then ruins, and then they are exiled and they lose the promise of the land and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we also have another by faith uh, passage from Hebrews eleven eight that talks about this, where it says, "By faith, Abraham <laughs> obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going." Yep. So it was obedience by faith. Yeah, it's by faith mm-hmm. that he did all this, and I mean that's right. I mean the passage talks about. It. I mean that's what God tells him to do something, he does it. And that's where you see these faithful men throughout scriptures, and you'll see it continue, where faithful men are risen, rise up. And what is the thing that makes them faithful is they just follow God. They God they obey. Yeah, they well, obey. What makes they do them what faithful is God. It, God calling yes. them and equipping. Yes, them. Uh, yeah. with that okay. faith. That's yeah. I know that. I know you. Yeah. You, okay. you agree with that. Yes. Um. But God called Abram. Like we don't see. We don't see in this passage. A God called Abram, and then Abram. Um, like you know, what it looks like today mm-hmm. when we when we change, right? We don't see Abram um, re- repent of his sins and turn to Jesus Christ right. or these mm-hmm. things because Jesus Christ had not been born yet. Um, but uh, well, physically, I mean, he was alive in heaven, obviously. But um, but we see him reveal that he has faith in God mm-hmm. yeah. because he listens to God's promises. What God said to him, and he obeys based on the promises God gave him, and that's the same thing we do today. Right. Even though we have the whole the whole of God's promises through Scripture, and um, really what happens today is still yet yeah, God calling us, um, telling us what He would do, what He did do through Jesus Christ, and then us believing in that and uh, obeying out of faith. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what we see Abram do here. He goes to Canaan, and then after that, uh, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, "To your offspring I will give this land." So he built an altar, and after he did that, he he continued. He built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord, and, and Abraham journeyed on, still going towards, what's that word? The Negeb. Negeb. Yeah. Negeb. That's what, the, those names, man, they get me. <laughs> and then the story gets weird. So yeah. Abram, Abram <laughs> and Sarai go into Egypt, 
right, and there's a famine, so it, so that's what led him to Egypt. So they go down there, um, and then and then he's about to enter the land, and he looks to his wife Sarai, and he says, um, the, reading from scripture says, "I know that you are a woman beautiful in appearance, and when the Egyptians see you, they will say this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but they will let you live. So you so you are my sister, that it may go well with you." With me because of you, and that my life may be spared for your sake. So basically, Abram tells his wife, like, you're beautiful, and when all the e- Egyptians see you, they're going to be like, well, we want, you know, they're going to pull a David and be like, well, we want this girl right. our wife, so they're, we're going to kill their, kill it, Abram, her husband, and then take her as our wife. Yeah. Um, so Abram says, so mm-hmm. basically just act like you're my sister, okay? So that way it goes well with me. I don't die in, in, in those kind of things. We don't get separated. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what's funny, too, is like you see... Where by faith, Abram, Abram, Abram is doing this, and by faith, he's following the Lord. But it doesn't leave out the parts where they obviously, they, they do sin, they, and they do fail. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, what I see here is just a complete distrust of God. Yep, I mean, that's what my study note says. Oh, really? Yeah, yep. like, he, a complete just, you've, you've literally moved your entire family away from, like, Everything that maybe was probably comfortable at that time. And you've trusted him yeah. up to this point. He's literally fully. spoken to him and been like, I'm going to give you all this stuff. And then he's like, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to die in Egypt. And you're like, why, why did God, why God promised you this and yet you're going to doubt right. him and say that you might die? Which like, just goes to show our yeah, fallen nature. It's our yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, still yet, we just compared how God called Abram and he followed to us when God calls us and we follow obediently and trust in mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. But we still fail every day. Right. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, you know, we I just got done teaching the youth, and we talked a little bit about um, God's sovereignty and how he mm-hmm. puts us in situations that are tough. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, I mean, just like Abram, our, our human nature in a time that is tough is to want to do what we can to try to make sure that situation doesn't happen. Right. Or we get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but to circumvent God's plan and, and that that doesn't work. Right. So Abram tries to do that here, but it doesn't work. So what happens? When the princes of Pharaoh saw her, they praised her and then they took her to Pharaoh's house and uh they dealt well with Abram because they thought that she was his sister. Yep. But then the Lord afflicted Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai and Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this that you have done to me? Why do you not tell me that she is your wife? Right, because like, bro, you could have warned yeah. me. Yeah, you could have warned me. <laughs> Basically, by Abram lying to Pharaoh, Pharaoh sinned against Abram mm-hmm. and against God, unbeknownst to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so, Abram tries to circumvent God's plan; doesn't work. And then, right? Yeah. So, it w- was it the separation there that also caused Pharaoh to do that, or did they? Like, did he, did they have sex? I don't, I don't know. If that's well, okay, so my study note says, verse 15, where it says, And when the princes of Pharaoh saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. My study note for verse 15 says, uh, The Hebrew here does not necessarily imply sexual intercourse. The okay. text does not add, and humiliated her, or and went into her. So, right. okay, that doesn't necessarily mean that, that's what occurred. Okay. Right, but either way, he he took that woman who was Pharaoh, Abram's wife, who was married, right, 
expecting to have some sort of relationship right. with her. Yes. Right. Because um, that's what Which uh, is wrong. There's a there's a passage later on, I believe it's in like thirty, where basically the same thing happens. Yeah. And um and there the guy I don't even think he got plagued. I think it was like a he was like, um, I was gonna be plagued like or the Lord came to him and was like, I'm I'm gonna kill you and he's like, No, Lord, please don't kill me. He's like, yeah. Don't do that mm-hmm. and he's like, I've I've not done nothing, like please right. don't do That's that. That's what I would say is is because yeah. Well, because here's, there was here's a the separation reality. of here's the, husband, the reality is God is wife. faithful, right? Yeah. So God made a promise to Abram that through Abram and Sarah, that their offspring is going to be <clears throat> what what blesses the earth, right? Right. So my thoughts would be that that Pharaoh took Sarah, expecting to have some sort of relationship with her, mm-hmm. which was against God's design, yeah, and against right. They all thought Abram. she was beautiful, right? They wanted her, correct. Um. And so they they took her and they expected to have some kind of relationship, but 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 that was Abram's doing because he tried to circumvent God's right. right. Yeah, he right? didn't trust but God. But then what fully. I would say is God stepped in mm-hmm. before they could do anything with Sarah. Yeah, yeah. and and plagued them and yeah. had this come about to prevent. Well, because because Abraham jacked up the plan. Right. Right. And ultimately, we know that God is sovereign, he so that was the got plan his plan all, back all along. on track. But. Or what? Well, right, yeah. Right. That he didn't get it necessarily back on track. That right. was the point. That was the point. Right, yeah, yeah. But that reveals that even, even, I mean, we can't throw God a curveball. Even when we try to jack yeah. up His plan, it's not going right. to be jacked up. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what that I'm saying. Is is I don't think I, I doubt they um, had any sort of relations or anything like that. Yeah. But um, just a, just a question while I was reading, yeah, yeah, for sure, it came to my mind, and I was like, I know probably other people have. It's not important, but just wondering. Because hmm. I, I, I literally had just read the uh, the other passage from before, so I was curious. Mm. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, is that about all for 12? Do you guys yeah. have anything else? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see, and then, I and got then 13 nothing else. Gets, 13 is pretty short. Yeah. Um, you, basically, you just see Abram and, and Sarah and Lot. And I, and I pick out Lot. I mean, there's more people there, his family, that were traveling together. But Lot mm. is a character that comes into play yes pretty big throughout genesis so you see them leave egypt and then they come into this area right but abram was very wealthy with livestock and everything and and, livestock um, silver gold is what verse two says yeah and verse five says a lot of stuff who went with abram also had flocks and herds and tents so that the land could not support them both dwelling together so we come to a crossroad here where they have this land where they they're going to move into and Abram ha- has all these flocks and herds and people, mm-hmm. um, and so does Lot. There was a right? lot of conflict between the two. So they're going to split up. They're like, okay, well, we're going to split up because this land cannot take all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, Abram actually says to Lot, let there be no strife between you and me and between my, my, your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are kinsmen. It is not the whole land before you. Separate yourself from me. If you take the left hand, then I'll go to the right. Mm-hmm. If you take the right hand, then I'll go to the left. Right? So... Yeah. Abram is very gracious. Says you yeah. pick, you know. You see a different, up. a difference. I would say almost in Abram versus chapter twelve to ver- to chapter thirteen. I mean, you know, you've you have a man who was self self centered almost in a way where he's like, I don't want to be hurt. Like, please don't do this. I'm fearful of what could happen to me pa- possibly in the future. But now you have Abram who's like, Lot, I I I don't care. You take which one that you would rather have, and I will take the other side. Like he's, 
he's almost um i would say he's maybe grown a little bit through that and seeing what had come to pass maybe in egypt or he'd grown from that situation in a way say it's not a self-centered thinking but he gives the opportunity for his nephew to have a better pick of the land so yeah abram picks (laughs) the bad part well i mean technically in the superficial way yeah i mean it was actually pretty good i mean mean, there was a lot of water a lot of land he goes to sodom yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. he, he literally, yeah, he goes there. Which to, is a city of great sinners, right? That's actually what yep. it says yeah, here. In says, a, I think. We're wicked, great sinners. Yeah, in 13. Against the, the men of Sodom were wicked, great sinners against the Lord. And that comes into play in the next chapter. Mm-hmm. As we mm-hmm. see some some pr- pretty dirty things go down dirty in, things. in Sodom. And, he do and, the dirty thing. Yeah, and Abram has to go <laughs> try to save him. Um, so so that's interesting. But yeah, they split up. They take the land. Um and the Lord once again comes to Abram after Lot had left him. It says, Lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward, for all the land that you see I will give to you and to your offspring forever. Mm. I will make your offspring as the dust of the earth, so that if, if no one, or if one can count the dust of the earth, your offspring can also be counted. Arise and walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I will give it to you. So Abram moved his tent and he came and he settled by the oaks of Mamre. That's so cool. And built an altar to the Lord. So once again, I think something cool to point out in Genesis is like each time something big happens, and every they, time they encounter the Lord, mm-hmm. they build an altar. Yep. Boom. Every single time. How many have they done so far? I mean, they've been, there's there's been, been a couple. Been yeah. There's been a couple. Every, every single time, which is right. I mean, because what you do at an altar is worship. Right. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, any response to an encounter with God is is worship. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Is a response yeah. to an encounter with God. Right. And that's why each time you see God do something, they respond. They respond mm-hmm. by worship. I mean, like you go when you see Joshua lead the Israelites into Canaan, they cross the river, they set up an altar right on the other side of the river. Um, because they're responding to what God just did, leading mm-hmm. them into the land, right? So just say when we come to church every Sunday morning and we worship Ultimately, what we're doing is responding to what God did through Jesus Christ mm-hmm. to save us. Right. Right. And so I just think it's cool to point out how they, they set up an altar and worshiped every single time. That's awesome. That they encountered the Lord or he did something crazy for them. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think that's all I've got on these two chapters. You guys got anything else? No, I don't, I don't think so. That's all I've got. I mean, uh, it's leading up to, you know, um, the next part for 14, Abram rescues Lot, you know, because of lot moving to a place of like sin and lust there was an evil man uh a place where evil men were to be trapped and snared a younger man such as lot you know so like lot's going to a place where he is younger he picked the in his eyes the better place because it would be better for probably him like financially just with everything that he has it looks better but but yeah it's setting up for chapter 14 where we see the fruits of his younger heart being ensnared by sin. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. so we'll talk about that next week. Uh, it's nice to be back once again. It is. Again. Yeah, I can't we wait. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Boom.